0: Now tapped in with the introspective father and son duo. Last name may be strange, but never strangers to the game. Adjust to listen to the listening devices and keep it alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Coming in. Yeah, I just want to win. Yeah, LA BB who we running with. Yeah, 2233. I'm on 10 again. Yeah, stay name. Hello, and welcome to another installment of No Strangers to the Game. Uh, we're back from, I guess, a brief holiday break. Um, and we're going to discuss the holiday season and some of our viewpoints on it. But first, let's just talk about and catch up, uh, up on each other's lives. I'm home for the holidays. I'm happy to be, you know, back with family for a little while. Even, you know, the circumstances here at home aren't perfect. Um, get into, um, you know, how things have been, you know, since, I guess, our last episode for you.
1: Uh, well, for me, it's been... Um... You know, a challenge health wise, uh, got a little under the weather about a week and a half ago. uh, uh, Had some flu-like symptoms. Then when got checked, um, ultimately tested positive, but you know, it was moderate, I would say, you know, some chills, you know, a headache, and um, you know, a slight fever, Um, but overall nothing to the extent of what I've heard others have experienced. So, um, pretty fortunate and blessed that um you know i'm doing well and kind of back up to just about 100 percent um before you know
0: i got a little sick so i'm i'm happy for that yeah um since you've tested positive you know mom made all of us go get tested positive and i actually came back positive or made us all go get tested and i came back positive um no symptoms which you know i'm happy about but it also can be a little annoying because it's like I can't go anywhere, do anything. I'm quarantined in the house, but I don't feel sick at all. But obviously extremely happy, you know, to be healthy and um, to be, like I said, home with family. Um, So we can hop into today's episode. We're talking about the holiday season. Um, (laughs) The good, the bad, and the indifferent, if you will. I think um, we have an interesting view on how, you know, the holiday season is treated by certain people. But to get into it, I want to talk about, open it up with asking, when you were younger, when would you say the holiday season really started? Because for me personally, I feel like our holiday season starts, like you said, earlier, August, September. They start advertising for Thanksgiving, you know, two weeks, three weeks before Thanksgiving. They talk about Christmas already, you know, or Halloween. So, I mean, the holiday season now seems to start way earlier than I would imagine it did when you were younger and not to mention you know, more TV and stuff like that. But when would you say the holiday season started? I mean, it's hard to remember,
1: you know, things before they were as they
0: are now, yeah.
1: but for the most part, I just don't remember it getting into it till really after Halloween, you know, as far as Thanksgiving. So really kind of in the November yeah. uh, is when I can recall, you know, beginning to hear about, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and all the advertisement that will go along with that. So, um, so I'd say around that time. So it's um, definitely, you know, has uh, sped up a few months, uh, I guess, to provide more advertising and more marketing for the different vendors and retailers.
0: Yeah. I mean, I wonder too, I mean, it's kind of seemed like a weird balance of like, do we just watch TV a lot more now to where we're noticing these things earlier? Like, or is it a conscious effort for them to push things earlier? Or is it a combination of both? I'd imagine when you were growing up, y'all didn't watch, I don't think y'all watched as much TV as we do now. No,
1: we, we didn't have the number of outlets.
0: We had literally
1: you know, three major channels, uh, ABC, NBC, CBS, there was cable um but most of us didn't have it yeah so yeah we didn't have the outlet so we didn't see it so abrupt and so in your face um so frequently and and not only during the holidays but just anytime there is a national holiday you would see the advertisement and the marketing goes up and those are just days that i think the um business owners have realized that these are opportunities to make money and capitalize on people being out of work and wanting something to do. And hey, we have
0: sales, we have opportunities to um, have you come out and shop. Yeah, that's that's where I wanted to go next. I mean, we talk about these big corporations and part of you has to understand like, okay, this is a season of opportunity for them to make money, you know, and that's what corporations are meant to do. That's what companies are for. Uh, but it just seems like it's so aggressive now, like, with, like we talked about, just you're inundated with advertisements and things like that. I mean, what is the balance of like, okay, this works for us. You know what I mean? It helps us make money. But at what point at a corp- as a corporation, do you say we are preying on people's, you know, these, this time of the year to just get people to just spend, even if it's probably not in their best interest, <laughs> we are gonna get them to spend that money.
1: Well, I mean, when you think about corporations, it always come down to the bottom line, the shareholders um, makes those decisions and you know, the, the greater the bottom line for them, you know, the better. So it's one of those things where you're in a capitalistic society, a uh, corporation is about making money, they're not about goodwill, they're about making that money. So at the end of the day, they're doing what they were designed to do. Yeah. And so I think for us as uh, consumers, I think it's comes down to us and being able to make the right decisions and sound decisions on what's reasonable and what's overboard. Yeah. And being able to make those sound judgments as it relates to, you know, consumption.
0: Yeah, I was just thinking, it, it seems like there's there's a bit of American greed on both sides. You got the companies that are aggressively advertising and trying to get you to spend. But at the end of the day, that only works if you spend. If you, as, you know, as consumers make the choice to go out and keep doing it. And so it's, it's a cycle and you feed into it. At, at what point, who's the responsibility on to say, hey, I'm either as a consumer, I'm going to be more responsible and not spend a bunch of money this holiday season. Or do the is there some onus on the companies to, all right, let's back up a little bit. We've reached our goals. We've made money. We're profitable. Do we need to be so aggressive in our approach?
1: Well, like I said, it's, it's a business. Yeah. They're there to make money. They're not there to, you know, make you feel good about yourself, you know, unless it's going to make them money. Yeah. So I think it's really incumbent on the consumer and the culture of our um, country to determine, you know, is that going overboard is that what's the right fit in terms of spending consuming you know um doing the holidays or just in general yeah so um i think it comes down to the people and you making those decisions on what what's your budget what fits your budget i mean if you're a multi-billionaire billionaire billionaire, i mean
0: those are (laughs) questions and concerns you may not really have to discuss Yeah. (laughs) you know i think about the balance between like Okay, for for a lot of small mom and pop shop businesses, things like that, the holiday season is is crucial for them You know, it's probably where a decent amount of revenue comes for them for the year and I think it's It's okay to support that as a consumer to support that but it just feels like you know, you get these massive corporations that are taking over and leave, Not leaving much for like I said, the mom and pop shop anything about Amazon A lot of our Christmas shopping this year is probably going to be done through Amazon. We're not going to go support, realistically, the mom and pop shops um, that really could use it during this time. Where does that balance come from in terms of, once again, you know, do we make a conscious effort to support those outlets or do the big businesses... I mean, once again, I'm asking big, big businesses to, like you said, do some goodwill, which is probably you asking not me have... to do.
1: Go get what I am. Yeah, you know, you're asking a lion to go be a draft. Yeah. you know, a lion is what it is, so it's going to consume. So, um, and that's how, that's what they're designed to do. So, the pressure, if that is an issue, comes from the culture and the people and their decisions to consume or not to. Yeah, you know, and. That's the only way I can see it, um, you know, from my vantage point.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it's like, I think I wasn't around in the 50s or 40s or, you know, way back when, but I would imagine there was more mom and pop shops. I mean, when you drove into town, there was more of those, uh, People, you knew who the store owner was or it was more of a locally owned business. I feel like you don't see nearly as much of that um, because, you know, the Walmarts and Targets and the big, you know, corporations have taken over these areas. And so it doesn't allow, I mean, if, if it's not in front of you if, you, if you don't see it in front of you as, as much as you're probably not going to buy from it. as much.
1: Yeah, it just comes down to mass production. Yeah. You know, a company like Walmart who has the ability to, you know, go in and mass produce things and sell them at a rate that's much cheaper, inexpensive than a mom and pop. You know, they're buying millions of certain items where mom and pop may buy a hundred vacation point. I remember, um, speaking to the owner of yellow Mart. That's a local sporting goods store that's been in the city of Indy for at least 70 years, maybe more. And he said that, and I asked him, why don't you sort of sell certain shoes like the Nikes and all of the up-to-date stuff. He said, you know, one of the things he said is that Nike wants you to have at least a hundred thousand dollar contract with them." So, as a mom and pop, you may not have the resources to do that. Mm. So, a lot of the big sporting goods stores, Dick's, Footlocker, and those, who have the resources to do that, now they corner the market because the mom and pops just can't afford to pay in that game, and so a lot of them get squeezed out.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's tough. I'm wondering too, like we talked about with the Christmas or the holiday season in general. Just holidays seem to be more pumped up. I know you have some statistics or you know some information on about the difference between, you know, whether 20, 40 years ago or however long ago it was to now in terms of the numbers that we're putting up as consumers?
1: Well, I looked at, I call it a Statista, um, it's a report, uh, I think it was dated November 24th, uh, 2020, where it was estimating that this holiday shopping season they were uh, predicting about 755 billion in retail sales.
0: Nice.
1: And it stated that in twenty that 2000 year 2000, that the uh, revenue or retail sales for the holidays was 400 billion. Yeah. So essentially it's almost doubled within the 20 year span. So there's a lot more consumption, whether the population has grew or whatever the case may be, we're spending a lot more on retail, particularly during the holidays. Hmm. And that doesn't account for hotels, travel and all the other, um, you
0: know, consumption that's done during that time. Yeah, I wonder how those numbers are affected by obviously what's going on. Probably a little less travel and, you know, hotels and things like that. But maybe even more people trying to send gifts and, you know, do that type of stuff because I haven't been able to see family for a while now, whatever the case may be. But I wanted to ask you, we talked about this just a little while ago the kind of paradox that we get in this holiday season. I think growing up, even my, you know, parents always, you guys always told me and uh, my sisters, you know, it's more important to give than it is to receive gifts and stuff like that. I'm, and this could be very cynical view, but I'm starting to wonder like, is that a, you know, another capitalist way of looking at things? Because yeah, I mean, I understand giving means a lot more, but like, at the end of the day, if I'm giving a bunch of stuff, I'm still, if everybody's giving, we're still buying. Is that another, you know, ploy by these, you know, big corporations? Oh, make sure you give more than you receive to just make people buy more stuff. Well, it's what I would call involuntary
1: selection, meaning, or voluntary selection, meaning that whatever choice I give you, it's the choice that's going to benefit you. <laughs> so you can give or you can get. Yeah. Either way it goes, somebody's going to spend some money. Somebody gonna spend. So, um, you know, like I said, it's just the nature of the game. And I think the, the consumer and, families, it's really our responsibility to determine how how far do we go? You know, What is the true meaning of it? Is it really about buying a bunch of gifts or is it about getting together with family, enjoying one another and being together during these times? So I know I went through a period when I was right around college where I was anti-everything. I was like, <laughs> I don't, no, don't give me a holiday. I don't wanna do anything. Don't, I, don't wanna, I ain't celebrating with y'all. Yeah. And part of me is still that way. <laughs> but I realized that these are opportunities for families to get together. We may not always agree on the particular holiday and what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we may have our differences and opinions, but it's a time when we can get together, enjoy each other's company, and, you know, have these times where we can, you know, just enjoy each other. So for me, I, I had to step back and look at it and say, you know, when you're working and you got so much going on, you don't often have these times where you're going to have, you know, a few days off to where you can relax and enjoy family, travel and do the things that we do. So um, it has its benefits. Like I said, I, part of me still feels like I'm being exploited, yeah. you know, but, you know, I just take advantage of the situation and the
0: opportunity to to enjoy family. Hmm. Okay. I remember a few years back, years back, we used to celebrate Kwanzaa um, during this Christmas time. What, what was that about? Why did, I I still, I mean, I understand it, but why did we, what was your kind of reasoning for having us celebrate Kwanzaa?
1: Well, Kwanzaa, it's really, we um, started in 1969 by uh, Maulana Karenga, and essentially it was designed as basically Kwanzaa means the first fruits to celebrate the harvest and celebrate, you know, the achievements and the accomplishment, it was more, I wouldn't say achievement based, but based around something happening good in this community or in a neighborhood that had seven days yes. in which you would have each day there was a principle. So you had Umoja, which is unity. You have Kuji which is self determination. You had Ujima, which is collective work responsibility. Ujima, which is cooperative economics. You had Nia, which is purpose. Kaumba, creativity. And then Imani is faith. And each day you celebrated that particular principle. And then on the final day, um, they had a feast. And it kind of took the whole, you know, week-long process. But it was built around more principles opposed to just we're going out and we're going to give gifts and we're going to consume. Mm. You know, and, and I think the holidays in general, Christmas in particular, has been... Kind of shifted, like you say, more to um, capitalist ideas to get people to consume. Um, you know, and in Christmas, the holiday, as many in Christian religion, you know, celebrate the birth of Christ. Yeah. Um, so, so the the overall meaning, I think, the deeper meaning is, I think it's, I think it's ideal. Mm-hmm. I just think that.
0: You know, it's been hijacked. It's been hijacked. Yeah. So, yeah. Are there any... Okay, and this question is I kind of came up randomly. I don't know if you have the answer, but all of our holidays seem to be so Western, right? What kind of, I mean, African holidays are there or just, I guess, you know, older holidays that we used to have and celebrate as a people, you know, as Black people or African people? Because you talk about, you know, St. Patrick's Day and Thanksgiving is celebrating something, I'm not sure this girl's (laughs) great, but you know, these are all Western ideas. Is there any traditional ones that you know of? Like besides Kwanzaa or anything like that? Well, I mean, Juneteenth
1: is one that's become a little Mm -hmm. more uh, recognized uh, over the years. I remember as a kid, we went to Texas and it was the third Sunday of the the month in June in which um, down where my grandmother and her sisters were and there was this big celebration in which people were there. They were, you know, at barbecues. And at the time, I didn't know what it was, but you know, I began to realize that that was Juneteenth and that was when they celebrated it at that point um, in Texas. And I think um, it was obviously Juneteenth is when the slaves in Texas realized that they had been freed. And that came a year or so later after the actual Emancipation Proclamation was signed,
0: hmm. um, this year in particular, I'm interested to know how do you connect with your how how are we going to connect with our family because I guess we're technically not supposed to physically be in the same room with you know a lot of them with your extended family. How do you m- make sure you take advantage of this holiday season to connect with you know use it for what we talked about? You're, the real meaning of this holiday season is to you know have some time off, take a break. Um, spend time with family and kind of fellowship together. But if we can't do that physically, how do we, you know, make sure we can do that in some way at least? Well, I mean, we have the technology from FaceTime to Zoom and all the other ways that we
1: can virtually get together. And many of us who work and have to do Zoom meetings daily, you know, you get really sick of it. But that is one way that we can interact in a way that we can still see each other, may not be physically, but can see the expressions and the laughs and just being able to have some dialogue and just discuss whatever's going on. And to me, that's a way that we could
0: uh, continue to touch base and interact with each other. Mm, okay. I'm gonna bring this up and this is gonna, depending on who's around, Santa Claus. <laughs> this is an idea at a young age. I don't, you know, I, I it never, first of all, to be fair, it never made, Sense to me, uh, once again, depending on who's listening, <laughs> it's interesting. But you never fully let us—I wouldn't say not believe, but you just kind of—you kind of threw that out. <laughs> but it's this way: you fed into my logic, like yeah, that don't add up. Huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, my thing has always been here: it is you got parents to go out and they work hard. They earn this money and they go spend, you know, lots of money on presents for their children and they turn around and get a credit to somebody else. <laughs> I just, something about that never made sense to me. And as a kid growing up, you know, I was just kind of like, okay. But once I found out, I was like, well, why'd y'all tell me this damn <laughs> lie? You know, and like, you just told me you was buying them. <laughs> you know, I kind of had my suspicions as I got older, but, you know, they wouldn't have counted any less. I wouldn't I would have played with the toys and enjoyed it just as much, yeah. you know, regardless of where they came from. <laughs> so for me, I just always felt like, you know, parents, you know, work so hard and, you know, take the time not to go and give these gifts to children, mm. you know, take credit for it and not, you know, give it to someone who doesn't exist. You know, we we start believing in stuff that just don't make sense. And for me, i just always been like, look, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Mm. You know, I'm not gonna try to bust anybody's bubble, but if you ask me, I'm just gonna say no, <laughs> that's just what it is. And so, I always tell you, if you don't want your kids to know, don't, don't send them over here and ask me, because I'm gonna tell
0: them. <laughs> yeah, just, it. I think when I was, you know, when I reached out, I had a fairly, I guess younger than a lot of my peers, I was a really logical kid. And I was kinda like, you can tell me this dude, I was like, it's seven billion people on this planet. He ain't getting all these houses. What if you're a homeless kid? Does he reach the homeless? You know I so i Well, we ain't even got a chimney. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I you gonna, gonna get a stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it just never made full sense to me. But I just wonder what's the purpose of it? Like, once again, it, I guess, as I think about it as a sales major, one of the best ways to sell something is through a story. You get people to believe in, you know, you know buy into a story, they're more likely to buy something. And so I'm guessing, is, do you think that that's the purpose for, you know, keeping this story going? Is Yeah, I don't
1: know. I think it just became a tradition. How and when it started, I couldn't say. But it just became a tradition that parents and families just passed on throughout, you know, uh, Western society. Um, for me, it was just something that once I realized that right, it just it just didn't make a lot of sense to me yeah. to perpetuate that. So, you know, I know I've had a lot of my grandmother and others who used to get upset with me because it's like, why are you ruining it? And I said, they gonna play with them toys <laughs> whether it came from me or whoever, yeah. they are gonna enjoy it because that's what they asked for. Yeah. So um, so that's just been my, you know, I've always had this, ever since I came into kind of understanding the holidays and uh, capitalist exploitation and it, it goes on around it. You know, I've had this kind of real conflict with, really celebrating and, you know, kind of being, you know, resistant, Yeah. you know, and sometimes it just, you know, some years I'm a lot more free, some years I'm just a little more resistant. And so it's just for the last 20 plus years, you know, that's kind of been where I'm at, just in this influx depending on what I'm feeling for the yeah. moment, you know, so.
0: You can be known, that you've you've been called the family Scrooge a little bit, just <laughs> your holiday spirit ain't the best. <laughs> But I mean, I think it's, it's uh, I think a theme you see, you know, our listeners can hear on this show is things are what you make them. Um, and so with these holiday seasons, you know, I think holiday spirit has been defined by, oh, you know, you, you watch the Christmas movies and you put up lights and you go buy a bunch of gifts, but is that real spirit, you know, and I think the spirit of holidays, at least from what we've discussed and, you know, things that are actually on principle is family um in my opinion food is one of them um but you know these things that seem to actually have real value in our lives and it's a moment to be grateful cherish them and fellowship mm-hmm. you know, and that seems to be the real principles of it and i don't think you need to be wearing a santa claus hat or an ugly christmas sweater to have you know those principles be a part of the season
1: yeah and, and like i said for some people those traditions it makes it fun for them um like I said, for me, just depending on the mood I'm in, I might be really festive and excited one year, and the next year I'm just like, yeah, what's go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I always enjoy being around family, and you know, that's the thing that always, you know, around this time, it's always a real good, a good time of year. Yeah. You know, most people seem to be in a festive mood, seem to be a little more happy and joyful. So it's always a good time of year for me. Um, just like I said, whether or not I get really into the mode of the holiday and the traditional you know activities you know can vary depending on where i'm at mentally emotionally
0: yeah yeah speaking of, i mean i never i was at a young age like once again i you know the santa claus thing kind of went out the window but it was still just such a happy time as a kid and even even you know now i think it kind of lost a little bit of its luster but when i was a kid it was still such a happy time just because i knew I was going to, you know, go to see my grandma's. I was going to see cousins, family, you know what I mean? We have a good, I keep coming back to food, but we'd <laughs> have a good meal. Um, you know, and I, I just knew that there was going to be happy times. And that was always what was associated to the holiday season, even with, you know, not necessarily getting the gifts and things like that, but just right. know, those times. Plus NBA Christmas, that was always good for <laughs> me. So I, um, I'm excited for holiday season where what, one, six days away from Christmas. It's the 19th. Um, and I think this year is going to be different, um, in a lot of ways, but like I said, I think if we focus on those principles that the holiday season at least in my mind should be about, then I think it can still be a good, you know, ending to the year, even though we've had a rough one.
1: Well, um, hoping, hopefully, hopefully it brings people back to, you know, some of the, the purpose of the holidays mm-hmm. and, um, being that now that for the most part, many of us are isolated and the things that we would take for granted and would do, you know, many of us are not going to be able to do it that way. And so I think maybe next year and in the future, we may begin to look at it and, and cherish it just a little bit more because of just this year that we've had and, you know, being limited in our interactions with family and friends, on in a time when we're typically all over the place and we're having mm-hmm. gatherings and getting together no. where this this year it's limited and in fact in most places being prohibited <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I got a joke i saw on, on social media <laughs> i don't know it might be a little um it may or may not fit but it said who would have thought that you would be gathering together with family and friends, and smoking weed. <laughs> but the illegal part would be the family gathering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I,
0: I saw that and it just kind of hit me and I was like, wow, that is, that's a flip. That's the irony of the time. Sure. Uh-huh. To wrap up this episode, <clears throat> I hope we didn't come off as too cynical. <laughs> The holiday season is a time of year. We talked about the principles, and once again, like to reiterate, you know, it's not bad to you know allow your kids to believe in Santa Claus or to buy gifts. Don't, you know, we're not trying to discourage any of that. I think we're just trying to make the point that you know don't get caught up in the rigmarole and forget, like once again, those those core values and principles of what this season is about. Um, it's definitely been, once again, like we said, hijacked by big corporations and. They've made it a concerted effort to squeeze as much money out of all of us as they can, but that only is can happen or can be successful if we allow it. Um, and so, you know, like I said, take this for what it, what it is, take this, you know, and apply it to your lives if you will. But, you know, all in all, enjoy the holiday season the way you will focus on hopefully family and, you know, fellowshipping with each other. So I think that's gonna do it. Any last words from you?
1: No, nah, I mean, uh, just enjoy a time with family and take advantage of the moments you have and appreciate
0: it. And uh, by the time you hear this, we'll probably be nearing New Year's. So hopefully that brings some better news. You know, 2021, we, we, we need you. We need you to be better than, than you, you know the, your predecessor was. So I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, we appreciate you guys for tuning in for this past, you know, what, six months we've been doing this. Um, we think it's doing well and, um, we appreciate all you guys support and, uh, thank you for listening to this episode and episodes to come. Peace. All right. That'll wrap up today's episode. Glad we could take a moment to put you up on game. We post a new podcast every Sunday morning. And now you know. Peace.